Welcome to the Hooper's Edge podcast. I'm your host, Coach Kramer. Thanks for jumping in. I appreciate you taking the time. We're talking about when your shot is not falling. What are some things that you can do when the shot's not falling? You work so hard, you pride yourself in being a high-level, consistent shooter. But it's not falling in the specific game. Maybe you're going through a little bit of slump. Listen, it happens to all of us. Steph Curry, Ray Allen, anybody, it happens. And yes, you want to look at your shot, think about maybe there's something from a balance standpoint, a release standpoint that's a little bit different than you usually do. And so you can try to tweak those things, get back to the basics of your shot is generally where it comes from and it starts to build up. But here's the thing. A lot of the players that I've been speaking with when they're going through a shooting slump, let's call it. And I don't even think some of the players I've been talking to recently aren't even in a shooting slump. But they might have had a couple games where they didn't shoot it quite up to their caliber. I like to look at it from a couple things. One, we're probably thinking a little bit about our shot too much. We're putting too much weight and value on our shot compared to all the other things that we can contribute to throughout the course of a basketball game. There's a lot of ways we can contribute. Also, when it comes to shooting the basketball, there's nothing better for a shooter than to get some easy shots and to score in some other ways. For example, I was at a really big high school basketball game in Columbus. As I don't know when this episode is going to come out, but recently I was at a big game in Columbus. One of the top teams in Ohio was playing undefeated. They're playing a really good team in their conference, and they had a guy who's probably six seven. You know, he's a Division One player, got Division One offers, and he's coming out and he's just shooting threes, shooting threes, shooting threes. First quarter, missing them. Second quarter, missing them. Third quarter, missing them. And when you feel, even in the course of a single game, where you're just not hitting your perimeter shot, you have to start thinking about all the other ways that you can contribute. And unfortunately for this specific player, it seemed like the more threes he missed, the more threes he shot. I would venture to say he shot probably two for 13 from the three-point line. And he started probably 0 for 10, for real. When things aren't going quite the way you're used to, and he had a nice shot, like pretty shot, great backspin. It wasn't like he was a bad shooter. You could tell, like, this guy can shoot. But when you're having one of those games where things just aren't falling, I think for him, he was probably a little excited playing one of the best teams. The shots were kind of online, just a little bit long. You want to think about how you can contribute. And if you're a scorer, how can you score that will make things easier to get those threes to fall? So here's the list. Transition. Putting the ball on the floor, getting fouled, getting to the free throw line. Offensive rebounds. Moving without the basketball more. A lot of players, when they start to struggle, they actually stand around more and hope that things are just going to work out. In fact, 
think about cutting and using screens as well as screening for others. If you're a player that has the ability to post up, that's a great option to get a look near the basket. But many ways that we can work on scoring without doing the actual scoring that may make you the player that you are, right? Maybe you have the ability to really shoot the three. Maybe you really have the ability to create different uh, pull-ups and three-point shots off of the bounce. But if you're simply waiting on one of those things to happen for the rest of your game to fall in your place, you're doing yourself a disservice and you're doing your team a disservice because there's so many ways that you can contribute that make it easier down the line for those things that you're good at to start rolling along. Run the floor harder in transition, not just when you have the ball, but when you don't. Set great screens. Cut harder. Offensive rebound. Look for loose balls. Get to the rim. Don't settle. This specific game that I watched, the young man, I think he hit two out of his last three three three-point attempts in this specific game. You know what he did before he hit any of his three-pointers? He went to the rim. He got some buckets in the paint. Got fouled and got to the free throw line. All of these things help you loosen up a little bit. You see the basketball go through the hoop. And then, what do you know, knocks down three. Now, it was too little, too late. They end up losing a close game in, in overtime. But it's being able to quickly recognize this throughout the course of the game as a player that can help you be successful. Now, surely, I hope if you go through a whole game like this, that you're able to analyze that game before the next one comes along and say, you know what, I do need to cut harder. I do need to use screens better. I do need to set better screens. I do need to run the floor in transition. I do need to offensive rebound. I do need to get the basketball to the rim on my drives. I do need to look for post-up opportunities. I do need to look to draw fouls so I can get easier shots at the free throw line when, especially when the other team is in the bonus or they're in a one-and-one. You say, you know what, I might have the ball 60 feet away from the basket, but they're pressuring. You know what, I'm just really going to start attacking their hips and see if I can get a cheap one so I can start shooting a one-and-one. All of those are different ways that you can get out of somewhat of a shooting slump see the basketball go in give yourself different opportunities to score and then those three-point shots those pull-ups that are maybe a little more difficult they become easier and even if you're missing them let's break this down can you make four four free throws in a game and by being aggressive, getting fouled, getting to the rim, okay, well, can you make four? Okay, well, there's four points. Can you get a transition layup? At least one from just running the floor hard? Probably more than that, right? Let's just say you get two, okay, so now you got six points. Can you get an offensive rebound put back in the game? Can you do that? Okay, now we're at eight. And can you really cut hard throughout the course of the game and get one? Can you make one basket off of a hard curl, a backdoor cut, spacing? It allows you to get an easy layup at the rim. Now we're at 10 points, and you haven't shot a three. You haven't had to create anything 
off the dribble for a pull-up or a floater or a special move that's even at the rim. And you got double figures. How much pressure is that going to take off you knowing you're like, man, I got I got 10 points in the bag because I draw fouls, because I run in transition, because I cut hard, because I crash the offensive glass, get some putbacks. Maybe you're a player that has the ability to post up some mismatches. Can you do can you get one good post up move near the basket for two points every game? Now you're at 12. So you're having 12 a game automatic before you've even taken a three and done any of the other things that we've talked about. Those are some of the things that I would concentrate on if I was in a shooting slump when it comes to scoring. Even bigger than that, there's a whole nother side of the court that you can think about. I think of the times in my life where I was in a little bit of a slump. Some of the shots just weren't falling. I was working just as hard, trying just as hard. Shots weren't falling. And when I was able to put my emphasis on, you know what, I'm locking down on defense tonight. I am getting after it on defense, and I am going to crash and rebound like crazy. That activity on the defensive end of really trying to fly around, that activity of really crashing the glass hard offensively and defensively translated to the other areas of the game. So yes, I played better defense. Yes, I rebounded the basketball better. But that energy translated to me running the floor hard, me cutting hard, me moving without the basketball better. And because I put more of an emphasis in my mind on the defensive end, on rebounding, on playing with energy, and about doing some of the little things that I've already talked about, it took my mind off of the quote-unquote shooting slump that I was in. And guess what? Got out of my shooting slump. Wasn't even thinking about it to be in there anymore. thinking about those other areas of how you can contribute. Great, great ways to help you kick a little shooting slump if you have one. Shooting is just one, I'll admit, extremely important. But you don't have to shoot three-point shots or step-backs or mid-range pull-ups to score a lot of points, honestly. There's numerous ways, many ways that we can get it done and even more ways that you can contribute and be a valuable asset to your team with your attitude, with your energy, and what you bring to the court each and every night. Keep that in mind as you go on throughout the course of the season. If you have any questions, let me know. Contact at KramerBasketball.com, Instagram, Kramer underscore basketball, Twitter, Steve21Kramer. I hope you guys are doing well. Uh, Super excited about what the future holds for our camps and our clinics and our app and everything that we have going on with with our coaches and the Coaches Edge membership and all that good stuff. So thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to the Hooper's Edge. Like share it out with somebody that you think may find it beneficial. That would help them. It would help me. It would help all of us. Positive rating and review. That's good as well. Be honest. Like if you think this sucks, 
And because I'm coming back from a big basketball trip, I'm recording this on my phone as I'm driving. You're like, this sucks, man. The audio stinks. Listen, I get it. The audio does suck right now. I'm not on my mic. I'm not in my office. I'm talking into a phone while I'm driving. I get it. So if that's why you got to leave a bad review, hey, that's fine. Be honest. It's all good. I get you. But I hope that amidst the audio issues, you can look at it and be like, man, there's some things in here that I can apply to my life and, and I can get better. And that's what I hope that, that you gain, even from these scratchy audio clips uh, that I'm sending to you. So thank you for listening. And as always, get after today.